Talk, a PCM podcast. I'm Brett. I'm Jared. And we have uh, a guest with us uh, today. Um, it's funny because I feel like your name pops up across all aspects of my life. Oh. Like, you know, whether it's like with like my friends <laughs> like, or whether it's mean? with, I mean, like, you know, like, fr- like friends, some of my friends know you and then you're involved uh, uh, through work processes. Okay. And then like, even like church, you know, and the, the stuff that I've partnered, uh, our church has partnered with First Things before. Uh-huh. It's like Lauren, Lauren Hall is like in every aspect. So that's me. Hello. Um, but uh, yeah, <laughs> but uh, share with us just a little bit about uh, your position in uh, First Things. Also kind of what First Things is, because um, yeah. a lot of people may not know what First Things is, but uh, just kind of like what you do. Sure. I do a lot of things, Brett. Okay. Uh, so First Things First, we are a nonprofit, national nonprofit, but we're headquartered in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Did not know that. <gasps> Surprise! I, I knew you were national, but I didn't know HQ was here. That's HQ? Cool. Yeah. yeah. And we focus on building healthy relationships and helping families thrive and stay strong. And we do that through face-to-face classes. And then we also have a lot of online resources like podcasts, online classes, blogs, all that jazz. Um, but we really try to focus on providing relationship skills and helping people mm-hmm. have healthy relationships. Did you guys just do the daddy daughter thing? We did. Yeah. So you yeah. so you also have huge conferences as well with mm-hmm. legendary University of Tennessee football coaches and other people. Yeah. yeah, that was a really fun night. We do a couple of really big events and then we do right. smaller, more intimate events, mainly for married couples. We do okay. little date nights once a month for them. But it's a lot of fun. And I am the communications director. So I actually plan all of the events okay. and advertise all of the events. And then I do a lot of the online digital content. Um, from videos to blogs, the podcast, I produce all of that. So. I did not know that either. <gasps> Surprise. That's awesome. Yeah, it's so fun. So you're marketing then like a little bit of all sorts of aspects of that. Yeah, so. it's true. I don't sleep a lot, but yeah. <laughs> well, cool. I'm very passionate about relationships. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and that's why we invited you and asked you to come to this because, mm-hmm. um, you know, with Hope Talk, we're, we talk about uh, all sorts of manner of things. Um, and, uh, you know, right now, uh, one of the big ones was just talking about relationships and particularly, uh, um, me and Jared were talking, uh, I guess probably a month ago now, yeah. um, about the, the spousal relationship, mm-hmm. you know, the husband, wife, spouse, spouse. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, he's pretty much newly married. I guess five months, five months is still, you know, newly married. I made it. Um, and, uh, you know, he's figuring all that stuff out. And then, you know, I, um, my grandparents' 65th anniversary was oh. literally yesterday. Wow. That's um, amazing. And so, uh, you know, just thinking about, you know, all these relationships and mm. just how important uh, the spouse-husband-wife relationship is to the family. Yeah. Um, and how really we kind of neglect it. It's easy to neglect your spouse. Oh, it is. Um, what are ways that particularly let's, let's start with Jared oh, um, Jared. because you know, Jared's the, the newly married guy. <laughs> Picking on the new guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are ways that a newly married person can maintain that relationship and focus in on their spouse? Ooh. Go ahead. I'm taking notes. Yeah, I know. I was like, right. where's your pen and paper? This will be recorded. It is recorded. So. <laughs> There'll be a quiz at the yeah. end. So, um, Well, that's a really good question. And I would say, you know, in the beginning is when you can set your relationship up for success. So if you start in the very beginning with a vision for what you want your marriage to look like, 
then it'll be much easier for you to stay on track. One of the things that we encourage newlywed couples to do is to actually sit down and say, okay, what do we want our marriage to look like in five years? Do we, wow. <laughs> have you done have that? That's what I was about to say. <laughs> I was thinking really far ahead. <laughs> it is, and it feels a little bit difficult. I mean, it is difficult because you're like, we just made it over the wedding day. We're probably still paying the caterer bill or whatever. <laughs> um, but it's really important because if you don't set that foundation in the beginning, it's easy to lose track because life is busy mm-hmm. and it's so easy to get distracted. And the next thing you know, you know, you haven't been on a date night in like three years mm-hmm. and you're like, I don't know my spouse anymore. <laughs> Um, because we all change constantly. We're always changing. And that's We're always okay evolving. too, right? Yeah. Yes. The okay. point is for couples to evolve and change together. Now, how important, because this is something Brett's told me a lot, so I want to test and see if Uh-oh. it's actually a good <laughs> thing or not. Um, but how important is it to even have those conversations about things that aren't relevant to us now. So for example, we're not necessarily planning on having kids right Mm. away. Is it important to go ahead and have those conversations though? Absolutely, yeah. So when Daniel and I first got married, I knew that I wanted kids, but I didn't know how many. And Daniel was like, I want three kids. And I was like, (laughs) ooh. I mean, we had to kind of, you know, go back and forth about it a little bit. And then we didn't have our first kid until we've been married for six years, which is fine, you know, Mm -hmm. but Uh, because we had that conversation in the beginning, I felt like six years into our marriage, when we did have a baby, I was able to come back to that and say, okay, I'm ready to talk more about having more children because I know it's something you want. But if you don't have that conversation in the beginning, and then three years in, you find out your spouse actually doesn't want children or, you know, maybe their mind has changed and they don't want children Mm -hmm. and they want to focus on travel, then there's a disconnection and possible resentment, which is really bad for connecting with your spouse. No doubt. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, And things can change. Uh, I I like that you brought that up because, you know, we had our first kid um, and we'd always talked about multiple kids, Mm -hmm. but we had to actually like sit and, you know, reevaluate. There's all those questions that you don't, when you don't have kids, you don't know about, Right. you know, and it's like, uh, you know, my wife particularly was like, you know, I don't know if I could love a second kid. Like I love my first kid, you know, and, um, and now post second kid, you know, it's like, dude, let's have 20 more, (laughs) but it's like, you know, it's, it's different. Like it's, we're not having 20 more. I apologize. I I hope she didn't hear that. Yes. Um, but, uh, you know, it changes, uh, you know, I mean, that was, over the course of three years, mm-hmm. um, just from first kid to the second kid, and, and a lot changed just in that time. Yeah. Um, one of the big things uh, for us, and again, you know, we're not newly married, like uh, how eight, almost eight years. Yeah. Um, you know, we we struggled for a long time to get away after having kids. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and like step away and leave them and spend the night someplace. Mm-hmm. Um, are there any things? Is there anything that you would encourage people who have kids um, to to try, to to talk about, um, to make intentional steps towards uh, doing in order to maintain the relationship? Oh, my goodness, yes. And I have to just, like, be really vulnerable right now and say that as a woman with an 11-month-old baby, I am not doing this well in my marriage right now (laughs) because it's so hard. Um, but it is needed. So Mm -hmm. one of the things that research has shown time and time again is that the marriage relationship is put to the test more when you have a baby than any other time in your 
married life. So not even like finances or anything, more just with a baby. Right. Okay. Finances are like a longevity. They can be tension for a while, but it's baby is a breaking point because it, (laughs) you know, it opens your eyes to something you never experienced before. And often couples experience like a fight or flight mentality. And Mm -hmm. they're like, we're either going to fight our way through this or just going to put our head in the sand and just keep our kid alive and not focus on our marriage. Mm -hmm. And so that's why we encourage People with children, especially when you first have the baby, to really focus on a date night routine. And research shows the National Marriage Project actually did this big study just a few years ago on how often you should have a date night and what it really does for your marriage. No, I'm taking notes. So, you yes, should. Go ahead. So this blew my mind. If you go on a date with your spouse at least once a week, you will be three times more likely in your marriage to be happy and stay happy for longer and you'll be less likely to get a divorce. Wow. And I mean, you have better sex, all of the other things because you're more connected. Right. However, that date night does not have to be like, let's go out and have dinner and get a babysitter. You could just put your kid to bed and then lay a blanket out on the floor. I know this sounds cheesy. (laughs) Make a blanket for whatever you want to do. We have plenty of those at my house. See, when you have kids, you know how to make them, right? Uh, And then just grab like a popsicle or something different. Just do something different. Sit on the floor and talk to each other or watch a show you've never watched before. Just do something different. But you don't have to necessarily go out and do something different. You well, can stay home. You, you, that's interesting because you said make a routine, um, but do something different. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so yeah. making, <laughs> making like, <laughs> but like making like, so you're saying, uh, again, uh, any relationship comes back to intentionality. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But for lack of a better phrase, spicing things up with uh, different things. Right. Like, is, is that that key? That's key. It absolutely is. I wouldn't there's, have thought that. I know. Well, there's so many people who are like, you know what? Every night we have this routine where we sit down and we watch Netflix together. Right. But that routine can get really old. And before you Makes know sense. it, you're sitting there watching the same show and you're not actually talking to each other. Right. Right. Date night is meant to be intentional. So okay. you have to schedule date night, make that your routine to be intentional and keep it different. Yeah, it makes it makes total sense. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So now, let's say you've got a routine, things are going great. Um, something happens that you know uh, comes up, and you know you end up in a fight. Uh, mm. You know the uh, Jared. Have you even had a fight yet with Caitlin? Of course. Ooh. What was it about? Uh, that's a good question. Like before, like after marriage, you mean? After marriage. After marriage, yeah. Oh, we're both hard headed, so we argue plenty. You argue, okay? Probably not yeah. a fight yet. Maybe not. Like a okay. slam a door, don't talk to each other for a little bit. I don't know. They're all. I mean, like I said, we're both hard headed, so everything is <laughs> very hard. Yeah. Well, you got the fight going on. Um, what are ways that? And, and I struggle with this probably more so than my wife because oh, yeah. I'm a proud person, and it's hard for me to initiate conversations and you know mm. uh, apologize and all that sort of stuff in general. Um, what are ways to to mend uh, the relationship after a fight and mm. to get back to the right track? That's a really good question. So this is going to require a little bit of planning and a little bit of intentionality on the end part. Okay, so stick with me. If you have conversations about how you want to fight as a couple when you're not already fighting, okay, yeah. so you basically have to like make a plan for how you're going to fight and you have to set rules. Because it's going to happen, by the way. Because it's going to happen. Yeah, okay. And you just know. Right. So if you just say, you know, we are not going to use 
this language or say these words. We're not going to talk over each other. We're not going to raise our voices. We're not, you know, all the things that you don't want to do to show respect to each is, other. Is this also where you say we're not going to call mom and we're not going to call, you know, We're sister. not going to share our problems okay. with other people. All yes, right. that's yeah. where it is. You set like your that. boundaries ahead of time. Um, and the other pieces. Notes. You, you I'm looking at Jared. I'm like, no, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Where's your notepad? <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, the other piece is that if you do start fighting, you have to know your partner's fighting style so that that way you're not offended if they say shut down or something okay. like that. Oh, because, this is good. Yeah. <laughs> well, for me, I like to hash it out until it's done. I'm like, mm. I mean, you can ask Daniel. He hates it because I'm like, <laughs> like, Daniel, there's tension between us. We need to figure it out right mm. now. And he's like. No, I think I just want to like kind of. Is that you? <laughs> yeah. the, me uh, and Daniel and you and Becca. I feel like, yes. I, she's, that, you know, she's the same way. She's like, all right, we really need to talk this. I'm like, give me two hours. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, like, let me, let me calm down. Let me process. Think about it. See, it's, it's the exact opposite for me and Caitlin. I am more the like, let's figure it out right now. And she's mm. like. Give me 10 minutes. That's so yeah. interesting. It's definitely a personality thing and everybody's different. Um, another thing that happens often with couples is that one couple will be really passionate and the other one wants to just sit and soak it in. Mm -hmm. And then they want time to think about what their response is going to be. And then they want to respond later or maybe even the next day. So something that we encourage couples to do is when you're not fighting, ask each other, when you're in an argument, how do you typically react? And if you're not sure... Ask your spouse, how do I typically react? Because <laughs> right. they'll tell you, yeah. you know. <laughs> they know. Right, they do. Yeah. And, uh, and and be prepared for that so that when you do fight, like I used to get so offended because I would be like, Daniel, 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 you need to figure this out. And he would just sit in silence. And I'd be like, why are you not fighting back with me? I need <laughs> you to be aggressive. And he'd be like, babe, I love you and I'm listening. I'm just processing. I just need to think through this. Mm -hmm. And so I've learned that I tell him my feelings and then I let him sit and then we talk about it later. And that mends the fight. I don't start yelling at him until he yells back. Right. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think one thing that we've seen in differences when we argue and everything is like she is so quick to move on and it's more like maybe unstated sometimes or yeah. she probably doesn't feel that way, but yeah. I do. And so I feel like everything, like it's like we're getting close to resolving everything mm -hmm. and then in her mind it's resolved and I'm like, well, why aren't you saying anything? She's mm -hmm. like, well, I thought we were good. And I'm like, we're not good. You didn't apologize or whatever. <laughs> but I mean, how important is it to even get to the point of like, here's how you end an argument. Oh. Is that important to do beforehand? Yes. Oh my gosh. So there's this resource. It's actually from Gary Chapman and it's called Languages of Apology. I'm oh. sure you've heard of love languages. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but Gary Chapman also does the languages of apology because everyone accepts apologies in different ways. There's some people who want an apology verbally. There's some people who it's like, oh, you can say I'm sorry, but unless you prove it. <laughs> yeah. I know some people like that. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. it's like I, you know, forgive you this one time or I hear your apology this one time, but I need you to build my trust again for a while before I'm going to actually believe you. Um, so it is important to have that conversation. I would encourage everyone to go to the five love languages.com and take the languages of apology quiz because it's free and it's a great resource and it can help you a lot when you're having conflict. Have you heard of that? I have not. I haven't either. I've done the love languages, but, but that's yeah. cool. Languages of apology. I have mm -hmm. to check it out. Yeah. Um, all right. So what are some 
good ideas for people who are trying to uh, strengthen their relationship with their spouse. Um, you know, you mentioned date nights. Um, whether it's, you know, I don't want to get all BuzzFeed on it, but like, you know, not like necessarily date night examples, but if, mm-hmm. you know, if that's something, what are uh, ways that we can be intentional with our spouse to strengthen that relationship? Mm. Well, I know we just talked about love languages. I would seriously encourage every couple to take the love languages quiz as well, because that's one way that you can make sure your spouse knows that they are loved. Mm-hmm. Um, because you may be telling your spouse that you love them, but they don't feel loved because right. they think that when you sweep the kitchen floor, you're saying, I love you. You know, that's how yeah. they want you to tell them that you love them. My love language is acts of service. So when Daniel sweeps the kitchen floor, I'm like, hey, you're really attractive to me right now. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, So that's one way that I I really feel like if every couple knew each other's love languages, they would be able to know how to communicate and be intentional with with each other better. Um, The other piece of that, though, is with date night and not to get on the example situation, Mm -hmm. but don't just go out to have a date to have a date. Yeah. I'm, I'm really pushing the intentionality piece of this and saying, you know, if you go on a date, sit down and talk about how your relationship is currently like in its current state and how can you make it better? How can you look at each other and make each other feel more valued? What is your partner doing that is helping you reach your goals, encouraging you? Um, there's lots of resources online and I hate to just say Google it, but <sighs> Google. Google conversation starters and do <laughs> right. it at dinner or do it. Just make sure that you're being intentional with your time together. And yeah. Yeah. I think one of the things that makes that hard is technology now because mm-hmm. it is so easy. And I catch myself sometimes and we even catch each other sometimes. Yeah. Like we'll go out on a date and end up finding ourselves not talking because we're scrolling through uh, social media or any of that kind of now, stuff. Now, see, we're really good. At, like me and my wife are good at not doing that. Yeah. But when we go out, it's a lot of times kids this kids that you know and so you know it's 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 hard but you're saying uh, being intentional and setting that out from the start helps out a lot say that there's a no cell phone policy my husband and i went on our very first overnight trip for our six-year anniversary and we left our son who was nine Mm -hmm. months old at the time with my mom and we went to atlanta for a concert and we have our baby monitor app on our phone, okay? So, oh, like, no. I'm sitting in the concert oh, no. looking at the baby monitor the entire time. <laughs> I am that mom. And he had to reach over to me, and he was like, Lauren, turn your phone off right now. And I was like, I can't. He was mm-hmm. like, you can. Do it. Hold each other accountable. And, you know, it's hard, but if you love your spouse, which I'm sure everyone does, mm-hmm. and you want the best not only for each other but for your kids. Right, for your entire family. For your entire mm-hmm. family, then be intentional with your marriage and keep each other accountable for the cell phone usage on the date. Definitely. Now, uh, we were talking about first things first earlier. Um, yeah. If somebody has questions, if they're looking for advice, if they're looking for uh, you know any type of insight, um, where can they go to check out more from you guys? Shameless plug. <laughs> Absolutely. <It's, laughs> for sure. Firstthings.org. And uh, if you go to our website, there's this whole resource page for married couples. You can even sign up for our e-newsletter. We send out 
free information, free tools, free tips mm-hmm. every week. Plus, every week, every week. Yeah. I know it's yeah. amazing. We're a wealth of knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we do date nights once a month for couples. Things okay. like we do something called kissing in the kitchen. Um, and that is a cooking class for couples nice. to learn how to kiss mm-hmm. in the kitchen, right? Mm-hmm. And then we do a painting class. We do a coffee brewing class. We do a class that's literally just about play. And we do okay. all kinds of fun things that I don't want to give away. But there's <laughs> jello involved. I'll just say all that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's really fun. So firstthings.org, lots of resources for couples. Very cool. Well, Lauren, thank you for hanging out with us, talking about Daniel, you know, in <laughs> ways that... I'll be able to kid him about later, yeah, you know, um, and uh, just being an expert on, you know, dating your spouse is pretty cool. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. Hope Talk, a PCM podcast.